0: Hello everyone, Marius here, surrounded by my colleagues Chris and Jaffa, London Property Podcast, episode twenty seven. We are back and gosh, it's been crazy three weeks after the budget. Yeah. Um, lots of activity, lots to talk about. We're gonna try and condense it within fifteen minutes. Um Right, Chris, tell us about what's been happening around, you know, Central Hyde Park and in the surrounding areas?
1: Central, I think on the outskirts it's been, uh, it's kicked off a lot kind of sooner than Central have. I've only really felt things significantly pick up um, over the past week really, in terms of offers being delivered at levels that just previously were unattainable to get. Um, And I've got two examples, Um, capital value on a flat uh, that was on the market at 595. Um, The buyer, unfortunately, pulled out. This was agreed at the end of last year, around about November time. Buyers just withdrawn and um, it's gone back on the market for £10,000 more. Um, And it's immediately we've had eight viewings, uh, Mm -hmm. two lots of kind of four staggers because we can't do open houses. And it's gone for twenty five grand more than what it was previously under offer at. And consider consider the fact that we had that property on the market for probably three months last year, and really that was the best we could achieve. It was twenty grand less, and immediately the first person through the door has offered so much more. Amazing. Amazing. Communal gardens front and back, um, nice property, but it is a flat in a conversion. And then we've had another property which is a house in Malahide, similar situation. Uh, It was on the market for about four months. Um, got agreed after a long time of negotiating everything else the contract was pulled away from the buyer yeah. because they were kind of trying to chip on the on the price uh, went back on the market for a day it's gone for 90 thousand pounds more yeah uh, and it went to multiple bids so that's what's been happening uh, yeah. this week in the office um, which is it's not happening for every property so I don't yeah. want to kind of make everyone feel like they're just going to get absolutely. Yeah. But for the good quality things that were already under offer, I think people who did secure something at the end of last year yeah. who were thinking the market's still not good, if that goes back on the market there's, there's a chance that, mm. you know what I mean, the market's yeah. moved on from yeah, yeah yeah. And
0: Jaffa, from your perspective, looking at the deals and the development yeah. projects, I mean, you I guess you're finding it quite competitive because of these domestic going Exactly. I buyers. mean,
2: for, from what we've seen, look, transaction levels are, are, are very high at the moment. But yeah. at the same time, the supply of new properties coming on the market mm. just seems to be non-existent. I mean, we're not seeing much come on at all. Um, I mean, you're l- l- showing figures from HMRC they you know, have said the transactions are at 122,800, which is the highest it's been in February, um, and it's 48% higher than it was this time last year. Mm. And it's actually the highest it's been in 15 years. So you can tell there are deals happening. Yeah. Um, but just in terms of new deal flow, it's just been so slow. And yeah. it's just been across the board. I mean, you know, we're always looking across all of Prime Central London. Um, and yesterday was a day where I called most of the agents and see what's new and what's coming on And yeah. it was literally across the board. Yeah. there aren't many new projects or properties coming on Yeah, um, yeah. how
1: many agents did you call?
2: Yesterday I called 44 new agents you, you, uh, you probably heard from Yeah, you yesterday. probably heard my voice <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> 44 agents yesterday and it was the same uh, news across uh, across the board mm. No stock well, levels stock levels are all, all- all-time yeah. low. There's you know, there are instructions potentially coming on down the line yeah uh but i think you know i think me and maris were speaking just before the podcast saying you know everything that's happened now was as a result of people probably holding on to mm-hmm. see what was in the budget and now possibly releasing new stock on coming you know now that they know what they've got some certainty with the budget yeah. going forward
0: yeah absolutely i think there's also a distinct distinction to be made between because you're looking for probates refurbishment projects exactly from my yep. perspective what i did with a lot of owner occupiers who are selling the property to maybe move to the country or buy a g- bigger house in terms of instructions anyway for w9 and kind of little venice made this region we've been very busy with new instructions yeah. because people are really motivated to buy their onward. um and you've got you know until the summer effectively today a lot of them don't care about the price uh, the stamp duty holiday so when you're looking i i completely agree we yeah. don't really have a lot of Probates or refurbishment projects where you can add value. So, in that perspective, you probably will find that stock is pretty low. But I think certain areas, especially now that people have seen the budget, you get. Quite a lot of motivated sellers, like really wanting to make yeah. a move, putting the property on the market. But those are, like I said, owner occupiers. It's properties yeah. that are already kind of done up, and it's going to be an owner occupier end yeah. user yeah. who's going to buy this property. So there is a bit of distinction there because yeah. you've got two separate things. Correct. I completely agree. Very rarely, you know, I think I've sent you what two or three properties in yeah. the last two months, and so there isn't, you know, and they're they're gone. gone and yes, they're very and competitive. They've, and they've, <coughs> gone, they've gone both of them to end users on seal well, builds yeah, as well exactly um, yeah, on so that's yeah. you know you do get quite a lot of competition and like Jeff said in terms of refer probates projects that you can add value to it's very few and far between yeah um, so it's quite quite interesting um, but yeah let, let's see gotcha. so we're back and um, what it is important to mention when it comes to obviously you know competitive bids between yeah. buyers but also the lack or supply of listings uh, is the fact that you've got different demographics in different areas of central london definitely okay so where i'm working there's a lot of domestic buyers a lot of young families moving into the area yeah. they want to be close to central london whereas i think if you go towards high park mayfair a lot of those buyers and sellers are completely different demographics right a lot of them it's it's an an asset a trophy asset cash purchase they they're happily to sit on the property they don't really need to sell
1: you know so it's quite interesting they're not selling to move to the country either yeah they're they're probably most highly abroad like 90 percent of the stock in w2 where i'm sat yeah it's their their second homes and they're not even in the uk yeah so the whole motivation to move to surrey or somewhere else it's not even there yeah they're they're not going to move so you'll hear a lot of different market kind of commentary between myself and Marius, even though we're only a mile in terms of where Very the offices different. are, Yeah. Um, you were saying 60% of your clients are kind of local. Yeah. Um, so Domestic, much know. more busy that market than than, than my market. Yeah. So. And it was a London property podcast, so we need to. Kind of, you know, <laughs> there's a yes. lot of different markets. Yeah, it's very yeah. It
0: just the, the pure example of micro markets, yeah, right? Because yeah, you go sure. one mile that way, and it's yeah. completely different. Yeah, like, you go one mile that yeah. way or half yeah. a mile, and it's a completed demographic. Yeah. Yeah. And it just shows yeah. how London, you yeah. know, is so different. Even when
2: you look at, like, you break it down, and you like for, from our, from from my side, obviously, I, I'm I'm like spread across yes. the whole of prime central London, so. Even when you go to, say, Knightsbridge, Knightsbridge is really struggling. But when you break it down into one to two beds, they're they're really struggling. But when you go to three beds plus and houses, they're really kind of, there are still transactions happening. And they're they're, they're okay on that front. And again, when you go to Chelsea, it's the same thing again. So, yeah, I think when you break it down into micro markets and then again break it down into price brackets as well.
0: There was a research I read last week, I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, basically 5 million plus transactions in prime central london were the highest number last year compared to i think 2019. again just the evidence that like you said you can have a price bracket in a specific specific postcode who could be you know might be struggling yes but then you've got the trophy assets where You've got a lot of domestic buyers, and th- that's with find the international buyers in the market as well. Yeah, you've had the domestic buyers actually grab step it up. Yeah, step exactly. it up. Yeah, the, the so it, it, not even the location; it's even price ranges that can uh, differ. So yeah. very, very interesting. I was going to
2: ask a question because. This is you guys are on the ground. I've no, I've noticed speaking to a lot of the agents, are, you know, speaking which I speak to regularly. Yeah. The situation has been that there's been properties that are on the market that wouldn't usually weren't attracting that much attention, hmm. but given stock levels are low, they have actually started noticing that you know those are now becoming yeah going yeah. under offer. Have you guys noticed that at all? We've or?
1: had that. There's a couple of listeners that we've got that've been on the market for a long time, such as Albert Hall Mansions, for example, exactly. been under offer three four times. All of a sudden we've had loads of inquiries on that yeah. and another property that I would have thought we'd never normally have inquiries from Gloucester place yes um, a big kind of ground and lower at 4.5 there's activity on that there's three yeah. or four inquiries on it that otherwise they just yeah. wouldn't yeah. be so it's yeah. quite surprising really mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah we've been noticing the same thing I'm guessing
2: Marius because obviously you're much more of a different demographic yeah. are you finding that as well or not really um, you everything's flying off the shelf with you at the moment No, not everything.
0: Like I said, the the mainstream lower end of the market up to 500, 600. Even we had a bit of activity after the budget because I think a lot of first time buyers were like, oh, I need to buy now. Yes. And then it fizzled out. Honestly, it's really weird. This week, in in terms of the lower end stuff below 650, it's very, very quiet. It was literally the week and a half. But in terms of a million plus market, yeah, it's like crazy and you do get inquiries for stuff that previously was rather stagnant
2: so i I do think that that transaction level will really carry on going you know i do think it'll carry on because i understand
1: you to get tapered out and withdraw exactly i think you'll find what we found yeah i think
2: yeah i think you'll find what we found in february that the transaction levels were at 15 year high i think that you know that's mainly because whoever was doing that those those people were trying to push their transactions through before, before uh, they knew the budget was coming and before they knew that the stamp duty was going to get extended yeah. So I do think that that now is going to continue and probably in June you'll find a similar kind of mm. uh, You know a, a high, spike, yeah. a spike yeah. exactly
1: Yeah. But going into the autumn do you think it will carry on or do you think, it'll I will think it will drop off a little bit?
0: from research I've seen and forecasts I think it will have a slight dip in terms of the, the hype mm. once the, you know the stamp duty ends but then if you look at other fundamentals towards the end of the year the fact that potentially international travel will be allowed yeah okay i think it will be a stronger end to the year because the reality is covid has actually changed people's lifestyle in terms of their desire for outside space mm. bigger yeah. you know inside space etc and i think that will still be there yeah. factor that in with you know the fact that people have saved money all those things that we discussed two weeks ago three weeks ago the fundamentals and i think towards the end of last year it won't be as overhyped as it is and there won't be a massive gold rush Um, but i still think it'll be busy and i think the domestic market and if you bring in the international market again it will just continue that momentum yeah um but to a different you know at a different speed there's not going to be that rush and hype and everyone being super hyper energetic about it you know everyone's like absolutely crazy right now yeah it is literally like it is manic at the moment and it's you know yeah. i think it'll be very serious buyers there are people that have been looking they know what they want they've got the cash ready or they've sold their property and they're looking to to make that move because of a lifestyle change more yes. than anything Um so i think yeah. it'll still be a good i think 2021 i've said it from, from i think onset, so as well I really it's going to be a good year but there will be spikes yes. like we've had in the last two weeks yeah. there'll be a massive spike towards yeah. June, June yeah. It, it'll come down but if you look at the levels it'll still be amazing considering we're what a year after mm-hmm. yeah. all this COVID situation yeah. I think Not look
2: COVID has really shown us again and again yeah. that how resilient the Prime Central London property market is Absolutely. because I think despite everything that's happened you've got Brexit, you've got COVID, you've got um, you know various other factors taxation mm-hmm. uh, rules that have come in yeah. which is again something we should touch on mm-hmm. before this podcast yeah. is you know it's shown again and again how resilient it is. you know everyone expected it to dip I think we mentioned that a few times yeah. you know we expected it a dip and it hasn't yeah um, and reality is transaction levels are ridiculously high and, you know, we're all, you know, moving forward, you know, yeah. doing really well. Uh, I think yeah.
1: yeah, I think we're coming off a low base as well, like Absolutely. within kind of yeah. zone one and two, we're coming off a relatively low base, which helps. Um, now this is the London Property Podcast, right? And if we're looking at zones four or five, on the outskirts of Richmond, where I live, um, we've been out looking and it's almost impossible to get a viewing with an agent. Really? really? They're like, it's going to seal bids, it'll probably go 50 or 100 grand over the asset and my view on that is out there, when I look at houses, which are now approaching a thousand pounds a square foot in zone, whatever it is, five yeah. or six, I'm yeah. not even sure if it's in a zone yes, <laughs> or yeah. far out. Yeah. It's like, hang on, you can buy right next to Hyde Park for a similar pound per square foot. Yeah. This is not quite right. Mm. So my view on that is I prefer to pay the stamp, Yeah, right, and wait until like the, I autumn, agree. At the yeah. end of the year but the area that we're working zone one, two, we are coming off a low base and prices were significantly higher if you go all the way back to kind of 2020, 20, 2015. Oh, absolutely. Which was So there's a lot of headroom year. over the next half, I, I of agree. Years I mean, like Central. even
0: before COVID, Central was really good value. Yeah, it was. I think back, uh, Brexit was definitely yeah. factored in. Yeah. It's like remember the research we talked about uh, about a year and a half ago, yeah. if you were a US dollar buyer, yeah. just factoring the currency and the discount around 20% on average for Prime Central. You're looking at a nearly forty percent discount yeah. in central London yeah. as a US buyer. This is crazy. That's yeah. nearly half. It's it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. So well, it was already really good.
2: Yeah, I mean, we played on that a lot with yeah. our clients. Yeah. Our, our clients course. are a lot currency. dollar bit, are very so, yeah, dollar bit exactly <laughs> Yeah, that. yeah. So a lot of it's you know playing on the dollar bit, dollar, exactly. dollar currency, and I think that window is like slowly closing. Um, it it's nearly, passed, yeah, it's, it's nearly done. So it's, it's a shame that you know, you know, whoever didn't take advantage of it hasn't done it. But mm-hmm. yeah. Do
1: you normally advise for your clients to take out um, leverage against the property as well? Always, always. Because I, I would imagine... Because so leverage so is cheap. Uh, it's you cheap know, also, it's but but also in relation to the pounds, they're getting more exposure exactly. to the pound if they're taking leverage. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think it's quite a yeah. good... Yeah, the currency play on that.
2: A lot of our clients have got very good relationships with banks as well. And they you know they probably even get it cheaper than you know the, yeah. you know, the, the rates the that highs, we're yeah. seeing on, on the high yeah. street. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but one thing that's really started to push our clients to to get more deals done is you know the regards to the stamp duty change on foreign buyers yeah i don't know have you guys seen that that effect at Uh, all it's kind of it's kind of gone under the radar have you not under the
1: radar yeah nobody's really mentioned it yeah Yeah, well unlike the uk stamp duty everyone seems to know about it everyone reads the press yes the you know the international market they, they don't even know uh, unless Ooh. you're advised by a solicitor, yes, they don't
2: seem to know. Even myself, I, I forgot. I forgot about it. And <laughs> the only reason that it came to my attention well, was because I had a sale going through, and they said it had to be done before I the thirty-first. Yeah. And And yeah. well, you know, it was. A, we thankfully well, it was, got it, it through was on the twenty-ninth. So long ago. Yeah.
1: And it's not really been
0: talked
2: about. Yeah. In the Last kind of six months. It's interesting,
0: it? isn't it? I think if you again, we probably touched on it. If you look at the London property market, the UK buying property, holding property your purchase cost is actually significantly lower than other global cities. Correct, yes. Hong Kong, New York, Paris. Singapore. Yes, Singapore. And I think it comes down to that. I think a lot of these people, we were talking about 2%. Yes, it's gonna be, if you're buying a 10 million pound property, it's gonna be a big thing. But I think at that level, they're already looking at the value that London presents to them. I think a 2% increase they can't do anything about it they're not going to step not play the london property game because yeah they're addicted to it let's yeah. say right and obviously yeah. people are it's a culture a- thing exactly it, it, and it's like two yeah. percent it's not great but when you're a certain caliber i think people don't really get affected by yeah. it too, too but much. i do think
2: that the reason why it hasn't been mentioned so much and the reason why it hasn't kind of Being brought to our attention more Mm. is the reality. Is there ain't many international buyers around right now, and they're they're, you know they're not kicking up a fuss because they're not they're not actually in the transaction. They're not doing many transactions, and I think that's mainly that what we've seen anyway. So you guys are on the ground. I'm sure you've seen
0: examples of what's interesting is a lot of these international buyers. uh, I had we should be exchanging today, but a sale where we were one of the. Play, negotiating factors that we used to close the deal was the fact that you need to kind of wrap it up before first so of april yeah. because otherwise you'll be paying two percent uh, you know international buyers tax yeah and it came down to it and actually she had a british passport yeah. uk residence and then it was like that completely wasn't relevant anymore yes so mm. a lot of the, a lot of the international buyers if they've been in, in london or they have family they actually have ways around it yeah. to actually not you know if you're coming from overseas and you it's the first time you're buying yeah you'll probably pay that mm. but you have to from my experience i've seen yeah. that where you think oh it's an international buyer they don't live here and then they have a a uk home they've got a uk passport and you think well that doesn't apply to them yeah, uh, yeah. so that might be something
2: definitely and i think yeah. people well, play
1: on that and also I, uh, a couple of the last uh, two of the transactions that we've done with international buyers have actually purchased them in companies. Yes. Still, yeah. it's yeah. not as prevalent as it, as it was, but the last two that we've done have, so that wouldn't make a difference because exactly. it's not going to change the company's tax. So, yeah,
0: there you go. Probably yeah. it was a big fuss when we came in. Remember, we were like, Oh, all these yeah. international buyers yeah. are going to queue and go this, nuts. This
1: extra two percent is going to be a real dent in the market. Remember, yeah. we didn't see the we, it like we did, we did, coming, yeah, in yeah. In. yeah. yeah exactly. That's true. Kind we of never pal- it pales in comparison. Yeah, we just two percent, yeah. yeah. What were you we kind of
0: worried yeah. about? So yeah, so it's quite interesting, isn't it? I
1: it's just another know, hurdle for an yeah. international
2: yeah. investor to take on board. That's what yeah. it. Really is. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think they yeah. just have to take it on the Exactly,
0: and uh, and I think they're still motivated to take advantage of, of, of London, you know, property right now. For sure. So um, yeah, have we covered everything then? I think. I think so. The overall theme is certain areas very, very short on supplies, especially yeah. when it comes to properties to add value. If it's an end user you know demographic with buyers and sellers lots of activity i think the budget from my perspective anyway and i'm so, you've seen it buyers competing with each other i think it's had a lot of fuel, fuel to already of you know strong fire it will continue until june for sure we'll we're gonna have a lot of busy weeks ahead which is great you know <laughs> yes. there's nothing better honestly town summons like i'm fully booked on saturday yes. you need to book it a week in advance i'm really sorry like yeah. you know and that creates that Momentum and people really get even more excited, and it's not just us; it's literally every agent in in the area. It is a bit different depending on where you are in central London, but I think the overall theme is that you do get more people who are actually ready to to purchase a lot of um, you know competitive bids, as we've had in, in your example. And I think from a developer perspective, yeah. you need to have the right people ultimately to yeah. be able to source these properties because you know you need to have. Connections ultimately, exactly. like the network, because yeah. you know, you, you were speaking 40 plus agents, yeah. um, and that's how you basically find stuff off market that's not going to go on the portals. Um, so, very, very busy market, I guess. And Definitely from different angles, it looks a bit different. You know, you're, you're struggling to find really good stock to add value to Correct. refurb your international market, I guess, is there, but not so much, and it'll probably come in later on in the year, yes. Yeah, exactly. um, and then the, the domestic market is just. Crazy, crazy goods right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, I think I'm right in saying from the like going outside from the, the zone kind of five working its way, it feels like it's working its way inwards from everything out yeah. rather from the center in. Yeah. It's kind of coming back that way. Yeah. And um, I know the, the house in Marlborough, the person that was buying it was just thought it was really good value mm. over like the, the, the long term. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why it's now yeah. gone for like a hundred grand more than what they were paying for it. I yeah, mean,
2: it's like what you said. I mean, you were out in Richmond and they were talking about a thousand a foot. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm yeah, buying yeah. things in St. John's Wood for under, under a thousand a foot yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's insane yeah. if People you think about well, it about good jackal. value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what it really is. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it from an, from an investor and thinking it's insanely good value. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I looked at something in Ealing yesterday. Um, who you know an agent was trying to tell me it was a good deal but he was trying to sell that to me for a thousand a foot and saying that was a good deal
1: wouldn't find you buying a little uh, house in Twickenham at a thousand (laughs) pounds a foot no no you wouldn't (laughs) I'm a
2: big fan of prime central London I mean for me it's it's, it's, represents extremely good value at this moment in time yeah 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 Yeah.
1: when you when you put it relative to where other parts of London are actually going towards yeah I completely
0: yeah. agree. And I think people who play in, in central London, buyers, sellers, they acknowledge the fact. I think a lot of people are coming to terms with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, compared to maybe two years ago when we were saying to people, remember, we were saying to buyers, it's actually really good value. Yeah. Like Brexit brexit has been factored in, guys. Yeah. Do, do it now. Obviously, stock was a big issue we had in, in central, but right now it's, you know, it just shows that the activity, people are just moving. Yeah. They're, they're taking decisions.
1: I haven't also I haven't Savills come out with some research, co- effectively like calling the bottom of the market? Yes, I'm sure I've something. I, it was I today. Just it today. Well, I can't was, remember what yeah. the headline was. So but that it was basically
0: something. central prime London is already bottomed out, and yeah. they expect yeah. slowly growth increase. Yeah. research came out after the budget straight away, saying we expect prime central London to grow by twenty point three percent over the next, next five, five years. years yeah. Um, that's Prime Central and then the housing N- yeah. market about 21% in yeah. general as, yeah. a, as a UK. Again, just shows.
2: I think Knight Frank uh, actually complement that same thing. Yeah. So I think Savills were at twenty, and I think Knight Frank were at like seventeen point something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I always say that to all my investors as well. You know, yeah. it's the way it's the way you look at the market. You have to have a short, you know, a medium to longer medium term to view, long. yeah. mm-hmm. uh, rather than exactly. a short term view. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. personally, I still think even in the short term, if you're pricing, if you're bought right, you can sell right. So yeah, you can still do it. But yeah. it, it it's 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 very, yeah, yeah. It's just harder. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. But long term, you know, yeah. I think it's as good values it will be for, yeah. for a long time so but i think
2: next year is supposed to be the year where you find the biggest increase of 2022 mm. i think but based on those figures point, was supposed yeah. to be like a seven to, seven to ten yeah. percent increase yeah, yeah. And it'll kind of exactly on. hence
1: which is probably the reason why some of the clients are still kind of holding off which you yeah. say? because we have got low stock levels at the moment yeah um, if year. they're reading those figures thinking there's going to be a big increase next year why why sell, why if, sell you hold, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if you can hold
0: hold yeah if you've got no you know finance on the property you can cover the costs, then you might as well put a tenant in or, you know. Well, the
2: market has shifted, like whilst we were in heavy COVID, Mm -hmm. the market was so much of of a, you know, of a buyer's market. Yeah. Now with all the competitiveness, you're finding that slowly, you know what slowly it's I've becoming more of yeah. a, a, you know of a seller's market mm, yeah mm. I know, think it's still
0: not yeah. a seller's market but I think they it's get becoming more it's power. getting there the shift the yes. shift is it because well, when you know you've got four people wanting yeah. to offer on your property which is yeah you can play on a different the, level the lack you can of negotiate yeah. at a the lack level. of supply is making yeah, it yeah. that I agree I, I've yeah. seen that as well yeah. come and you know put offers forward and yeah. like well this way, and I'm like, okay, and then okay. you get another offer, and it's like, fair enough, you played it well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So those yeah. two examples are just yeah, exactly, and these, yeah, that really yeah, exactly. awesome. so, yeah. super busy London property. Mar- I mean, the UK market in general is very, very busy. I think, but obviously, we're talking about London property market, yeah. prime central London, hundred percent really good value. I think that the takeaway is if you're thinking of buying. There's competition out there, but if you're not, you know, there's still in different markets sellers coming to the market. If you're a seller, now is the time to put your property on the market. Exactly. 100%. You know, you've got a window to catch people who might want to catch the Stamp duty holiday. But I think it depends again on the price range. That a lot of fifteen K max is not gonna put people off Correct. Uh, that much. And if so. you're
1: waiting to buy, if you're thinking, well I'll give it another year before I buy, you're, I you're gonna be paying a you're, bit more. you're you're, you're, you're <laughs> probably risking you're probably risking yeah yeah. I think they'll pay be
0: paying a lot a lot yeah. more and it just shows what three weeks can do with a yeah. with a new budget. It just yeah. adds fuel to to a fire. So if you're in the market to buy or sell um, now is the time. There's no time like the present, right? Exactly. As they say. Totally. So I guess that's the takeaway. We'll be back um, probably in two weeks' time. With yeah. um, maybe we'll do a different angle from a development point of view. We'll you'll have to stay tuned to see what we're gonna cover. But in the meantime, do subscribe and like us and share. Obviously, the content on YouTube. You'll also find us on Apple Podcast and Spotify, which is super cool. So if you're driving yeah. to work, a daily commute, or working from home because there's yeah. no commute then you can obviously tune in, get your information in regards to the London property market, um, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.
1: This podcast is produced for information only and should not be relied upon as professional advice. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the authors and not to any external organization or individuals. The London Property Podcast accepts no liability or responsibility for direct, indirect or consequential loss arising from the use of reference to or reliance on the podcast or its content. The London Property Podcast accepts no liability to the accuracy of the information presented here.